Well, Jessica, we have less than a week left in the uh, 2020 general, general assembly session down in the Capitol building of in Richmond. Uh, Wow, it seems like uh, time has just flown. It seems like it was uh, like less than a month ago we were talking about uh, you heading down there for day one, talking to our rookie uh, rookie Chris Runyon out of Bridgewater, the Republican out of Bridgewater, and you were down there covering the first day. It's a whirlwind, isn't it, every year, though? Yeah, and, you know, it's kind of weird to think that this is the long session. So next year it's going to be even shorter. <laughs> and then we have to fit the same, almost the same amount of stuff and just – very much shorter time so to think that it was just yesterday this is the long session so by time next week the session will uh come to adjourn and they'll have a they'll come back in april for a recap and uh, coming back but yeah it's winding down it's bittersweet a little bit (laughs) local dudes get to come back see their wives and families for the first time in a while if they have made the trip down there to richmond to see them uh in today's episode we'll go over uh this the week recap and obviously uh our local dudes segment but i mean i think it just if this is a political podcast it kind of you know, it lends itself that you got to start with Super Tuesday, uh, which is this coming Tuesday, which Virginia is part of the big election primary night uh, to, or Saturday uh, by 5 p.m. is the last day to cast an absentee ballot. Uh, who's on the who's on the ballot? If you get if you got a ballot, what does it look like? Well, there's we have a lot of people on this ballot. It's going to be pretty long. But between the time that, you know, we had all these people qualify for the Virginia ballot. And now there's been a couple of people that have fallen off, but they're still going to be included on the ballot. I checked this morning with the Virginia department of elections to see a sample ballot. And, you know, we still have a lot of names that aren't running anymore still on there, but some of the people that we're looking at, you know, we have Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, we have uh, Michael Bloomberg, Amy Klobuchar, uh, Pete Buttigieg and I apologize for butchering all these names. I think you actually got Buttigieg right, though. You know, I, I try. I, I watched a video uh, the other night online on how to pronounce his name, and it was very interesting. It was uh, it was a lady who was pronouncing his name and comparing it to his pronunciation of his name. So yes, you you did get that right. I like to give credit to our publisher Craig, who frequently talks about him and how to pronounce it. So I have like his voice in my head, trying to figure <laughs> out how to pronounce these names. So, but we have, you know, there's still people on the ballot, Cory Booker, uh, Julian Castro, we have um, Mar- Marlene Williamson, Michael Bennett, Joseph Biden, of course, we have uh, Tulsi Gabbard, Devil Patrick, uh, Andrew Yang, Tom Stewart. So there's still pretty lengthy process. We still have some dwindling down to do between now and November. As always, my curiosity will be uh, toward uh, who is voting for the people who are no longer in the uh, in the in the, the primary election. That that's always a curiosity. Uh, vote at your normal po- normal polling places for this day. Yes. Yeah, so it's gonna be pretty much the same as any other type of election. You come in if you so desire to vote. You come into your regular polling. Voting places. If you're unsure of where to go, you can go on the Department of Elections. You can just fill out a little bit of information, your name, address, and they'll tell you where your local polling station is and the hours for all of that. And you know, you can't 
get that nice little I voted sticker unless you go vote. And that's kind of the whole fun of that's it. That's the whole idea, isn't it? Yes. Uh, it, it? You don't need to donate to a candidate to get one of those stickers. All you need to do is vote. But the Virginia Public Access Project uh, had a lot of different tools you're able to check out uh, to show you uh, – where some of the money was coming from and to whom it was going to. What did you find out? Yeah, so one of the things that um, the Virginia Public Access Project does is on top of doing their own stories, they do a lot of um, visualization-type stuff. And so one of the most recent ones was a map of Virginia that shows the localities donating the most to these different candidates. And they only had, like I believe, uh, six or seven highlighted, the ones that were getting the most money on there. And when you break it down to how Rockingham County and Harrisonburg looks like, you know, there isn't quite a clear candidate coming out of here. We have um, in Rockingham, there does seem to be a, a quite a bit of a donations coming to uh, Bernie Sanders in the northern and southern parts of the county. But we still have Warren, Buttigieg, uh, Klobuchar, and Biden. They're s- still kind of in that same realm. So there isn't a huge difference there. There's a little bit more of a difference in this city. For Harrisonburg, uh, Sanders has received more than 6,000 donations. And then we have uh, Warren. She is very close to 6,000. We have 500 uh, $5,580 that she has gotten so far. And it, when you go in this map, it shows... Um, each district, so each polling district that you'll oh, have. Wow. They really break it down then. Yeah, and then it'll, so you can click on one and they'll have like, it's all color coded so you can see which ones go where throughout the state and it breaks it down to, you know, technically which um, locality, which candidate has won which locality, but it'll still show the other candidates who have also received donations and you can see the amounts and everything. It doesn't show who's been giving it, but... It's a nice little tool for those who don't want to read. You can just, you know, you can pick purple and it'll show you all that candidate's colors and where they are and how they fall throughout the Commonwealth. So it's a pretty interesting tool to look at. Especially for those who don't want to read. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, put that on my tombstone, please. Uh, hey, let, let's let's jump into this week's recap. A lot of things were going down. I believe just this is on Friday and I believe just today that uh, the red flag uh bill is uh, i believe went through both uh is now heading to northam yeah it was either yesterday or today you know things are just blurring together at this point and while we're winding down i mean by next week at this point we'll be it's gonna be rapid fire it's kind of gonna be like a um you wake up the next morning you're like what happened i still need like to figure out what all went went on but this week, you know, we did see that gun legislation move forward. We did see a lot of abortion bills go forward, kind of undoing what Republicans have been backing for a while. So some of the things that have been undone by the Democratic majority now is getting rid of that provision, including a 24-hour waiting period for an abortion, a requirement that a woman seeking an abortion has to go on an ultrasound and counseling so that's one of the things that Republicans were backing before, and now with the switch in leadership majority have been undone. We're also looking at undoing the requirement that an abortion be um, provided by a physician. So now practitioners, nurse, practi- nurse practitioners can perform them, and it does away the strict building code um, requirements and facilities where abortions are performed. So, you know, it's... The whole pro-life, pro-choice, you know, it's a big topic, but we're seeing 
that um, change into what it looks like for a different party to take control. And that's being taken an impact, not just with the gun legislation, but abortion rights and everything. And and, and also this uh, rich regional greenhouse gas initiative that was blocked by Republicans that appears to be going through as well. Yes, that went through. And that's what it's um, this multi-state carbon um, cap and trade program. So there's other states who have done this. And, you know, it was an effort that Republicans weren't really for, and it was one that um, Delegate Todd Gilbert was not for. We spoke about it last year over the phone for an interview, and, you know, he, you know, he, he admitted that he does believe in climate change, but it wasn't, he didn't agree with this Reggie bill that goes along with this climate. And this was something that, you know, we had former Senate candidate April Moore. She was really big on this, but she was defeated by Mark Obenshane. So I'm sure she kind of feels a win in that sort there. And so that's just another thing that's been moving forward, too. As has the effort uh, to making the driver's license suspension for unpaid court fines go bye-bye and become permanent, Mm -hmm. a permanent bye-bye. And then also, uh, excuse the pun, moving forward is the, the, uh, hey, it's milk, it's not milk. Uh, Bill, and I'll tell you, if if Emmett Hanger is uh, Emmett Hanger is winning the quote uh, week on this one, uh, calling it calling it Elman, Elman milk and all the other milks, uh, which we no longer will no longer be able to label as milk, white vegetable juice, and that is just fantastic. Yes, when I saw you know our local uh, reporters that are in Richmond covering it, and almost all of them were saying that Emmett Hanger said. You know, look, white vegetable juice as this almond milk, soy milk thing. I, I, I was at my desk. I probably was laughing inside for a, a good while. Just, just imagining him at Hanger saying that. Out of, so, yes, the milk definition bill is moving forward. One of the things we still need to look at is, you know, this won't really be a thing until other states do it, too. So, you know, while Virginia may pass this, it's still kind of a matter of, you know, when is it technically legal, illegal to have soy milk, have that milk name on it? Because I can't imagine these companies are going to ship a different product to Virginia that, you know, a, a, a different uh, pro- casing of the product, uh, you know, it doesn't say milk on it. I imagine yeah, there's still some questions, you know, just figuring out how these companies are going to move forward and, you know, what is the this beverage going to be called? You know, is it going to be soy beverage? Is it going to be... White, white vegetable juice. Emmett Hanger yeah. gave it to us. I don't know why we're debating this at all. We know what it should be called. This is what it should be called. You know, I'm sure us and the people who are making this and selling it may not do so well if they use white vegetable. You got to really use a really small font for that. Also, uh, the Lee Jackson holiday, uh, no pun intended, is also now history. Yes. So, you know, not a whole lot happening this week, just enough to keep things interesting. And while we're winding down, I'm sure there's going to be plenty more popping up for us to talk about. Well, we only have less than a week left. I have not yet to learn to play guitar or carry a tune. You, despite your promises to learn the clarinet, have not done so. So the local dudes recap will not have a theme song, it appears, unless one of us gets off our butts and figures out these musical instruments. Uh, but give us a local dudes recap. Start with Del- Delegate Bell and his school bus driver shortage bill. Yes, so we've been saying since the beginning, Delegate Rob Bell, he's been busy, busy, busy. He 
he's done so many bills and so many of them are moving forward. And one of them is the school bus driver shortage uh, bill to address that concern. So what we're looking at here that it passed the General Assembly unanimously and every subcommittee, committee, House, Senate, no one voted against it. So that's a big thing to add to it. But what this is going to do is... um, It would assess areas of the Commonwealth for critical bus driver shortages. And if a school division is deemed in need of school bus drivers, it could allow qualifying qualifying bus drivers to continue driving and receive a retirement allowance. So, you know, just kind of helping out our education and school systems there because, you know, we all need transportation to go to school or, you know, you're going to be stuck. (laughs) And, and of course, is asthma inhaler and epinephrine. I I butcher medical. I know Tylenol and aspirin. That's all I know. Yes. Uh, Both another another bill by Bell also passed the General Assembly as well. Yes. All this is happening this week. So, you know, he's really big in the education field this year. He's doing a lot of education related bills. And while we're also looking at bills passed, we have um, Delegate Tony Wiltz. He had a bill for um, to add the Department of Aging and Rehabilitation Services and brain injury stakeholders to the list of entities with whom the Department of Criminal Justice Services is required to consult in developing a training program for all people involved in the crisis intervention team programs. And that passed on the General Assembly on Monday. So that's moving forward for the governor's approval or disapproval. You know, he can make his own thoughts and recommendations, and then it kind of has to go forward if, you know, if that's going to be accepted or not. So there's still a lengthy process moving forward. We know we have very few steps to go. And, and, and Oban Shane been busy uh, commending people. Uh, if you're out in Broadway or Timberville at the Food Lion or Walmart and you happen to run into Pablo Suevis and you got 45 minutes to kill because he will keep you there for 45 minutes talking about if longer talking about everything, having been there and done that several times, uh, you should congratulate him on getting commended in the uh, General Assembly for his years of service to Rockingham County. But there's also an, there's also two other people here on this list. Yes, we had the late um, Charles Aaron. Many people refer to him as Chuck. He served on the Board of Supervisors as well, well, but he passed away last year. So, you know, we had written a story about him before, and, you know, he's very loved in the county, too. So, um, Open Shane put a bill to commend him for that. And we also have a Robert Strickler from the county. And while there's not as many People being recognized. We also have um, the folks from grocery being recognized here by Oban Shane. So that's a little bit something different. Uh, he's kind of the deadline to do all these resolutions was on Monday. So, you know, they kind of were flying in through. And we also had Tony Will do a Pablo's um, recommend or uh, resolution as well. So we have both House and Senate working to honor Pablo. And I'm sure Pablo's sitting around and being like, why are you guys doing this? Yeah, and, but then it, it, he'll have enough of these bills to, to festoon his home office uh, with all these all these commendations. Uh, Jess, uh, you are heading down for the final day of the General Assembly, which should be a, a busy day. Uh, yes. And quite hectic. So when you go, when are you going again? And we're going, I'll be there on Thursday. That's the last day of session. Okay. And if people want to know what's going down and they want to know what's going down right then, right now, how do they know? 
You just follow me on Twitter or Facebook. And, and that is Twitter? So Twitter is at Wetzler underscore Jessica. Facebook is? Is journalist Jessica Wetzler. See, it's that easy. It's that easy. And then, of course, you log into dnronline.com and you read her stories. You can search her name right there, right above where it says reporter and you click on her name and all her articles show up so you can follow all the, all the stuff she's been filing on these bills as they've been filed and uh and or of course you pick up a uh, printed copy which i hope you do as well you can just always gloss around for her name and read her stories and all the stories including the sports section and the feature section as well uh anything that i didn't ask you that you, you're just you're just dying to talk about well, when I'm going down on Thursday, what we're going to be looking for is, you know, did our Valley legislators get what they wanted to be accomplished? So while you guys are following on social media, be looking out for those little snippet videos of our legislators saying, you know, did they think that they got what they wanted to get done, done, or if it's going to be a wait to see what next year is like. And, you know, while they're doing that next year, they're also considering, are they going to be running again? And that's going to be something we're looking looking at with Chris Runyon, you know, is he got a feeling of how things are going or it's going to be like, okay, one, one session or, or <laughs> I'm good, one man. term is good. You know, what's something we're going to be looking at here on forward. I'm curious what they all look like after a GA session. You know, I'm sure like the, 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 the sages, like the open chains and the hangers and the wilts probably, you know, look like they normally do, or maybe they look a little beat up, but I imagine Runyon's going to look like he went 10 rounds with Tyson after this. You know, you never know. Rounds. You know, I'm kind of hoping when I get down there, open Shane has his Christmas beard still. I hope so too. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm curious if he's going to shave that thing off for the end of the session. I don't know. I would call it my GA bill or my GA beard that's what i would call it but i've been over this with cody on the rocktown sports pod i can't grow facial hair and it's quite sad oh, well. but that's 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 too much information for everybody out there <laughs> jessica as always thanks for joining us on the uh, uh on the valley polity podcast which you can get on itunes you can get it on spotify you can get it on soundcloud soundcloud and you can go to dnronline.com and you can find it there jessica we'll talk to you next week okay we'll see you then